Welcome, lovey, to the Coming Out Gold podcast, where I help you realize you don't need anyone's permission to start living the life of your dreams. You can start where you are with what you have. I'm Coach Tammy, and my goal is to help you come out gold by teaching you how to get clear on what matters most, ignite what sets your soul on fire, and then make a strategic plan to live the life of your dreams. It is time, and you are worthy. So let's do this. Welcome back, lovies, to the Coming Out Gold podcast. If you are here for a return visit, thank you so very much. You probably will never understand how ridiculously thankful I am for you. And if it's your first time, welcome. I hope you will learn something new, find some encouragement, feel empowered, and leave equipped with a new tactic for doing your work. Well, last week on the episode, we talked about how you had to stop telling yourself the lies and start telling yourself the truth. And I gave you a quick three-step process, and that was to tell yourself the truth in equal measure, meaning if you're going to tell yourself all the bad stuff, you've got to tell yourself the good stuff too, right? Step two was to look for evidence, not opinions, because (laughs) maybe it's just me, but I have opinions about all the things, and I have to look for evidence, not opinions, kind of fact versus feelings. And the last thing I told you to do was to keep a record of the truths you found about yourself. This was especially rooted in identity. I created an I am journal for you to download that you could use if you needed it to keep a record. Because the truth is storms are going to come. And when they hit, you really need to know who you are so you can stand firm in them. By keeping a record of who you are, when those storms come, you can be like, hey, wait a minute, let me get my list and read them off to yourself and be like, right, that's right. I am all these things. I'm not all the things the storm's trying to tell me I am. So here's how we are going to tackle the storm. Okay, so that was last week. And now this week, we are going to talk about how clearing the clutter clears your mind. Did you know that science has actually proven that women living in cluttered spaces have a higher cortisol level than men living in the exact same spaces? This means their stress is higher. It means that all kinds of physical manifestations and illnesses and diseases, they're all linked to high cortisol levels. And so basically it just trickles down into every area of their lives, impacting them negatively. Due to the pandemic, many of us found ourselves more cluttered than ever because our homes didn't grow in size just because they grew in what they needed to hold. Suddenly, because of March, 2020, What was just our home became our home, our office, a school, our church, our gym, our therapy office, all the things. It became all the things. And naturally, because of this, clutter kind of piled up for a lot of us. But again, since clearing clutter clears your mind, we're going to tackle that today. You guys hear me talk ad nauseum about how we as women in a patriarchal society are handed a sack of shoulds by our families, by society, the media, our culture, our churches, all the things. We're given a list of shoulds and then we're given a list of expectations and then we pile on with our own list of what we believe we should be doing and our expectations and we kind of find ourselves in an identity crisis. But the truth is the physical clutter in our space It's simply a representation of our inner chaos based in our identity crisis. Clutter on the outside, it is a mirror image of what is going on in the inside. As women, I think we want to live with clarity and order. No one wants to live surrounded by chaos and disorder. More important than that, though, I think we want to live as fully whole and healed people. 
This means we've got to start looking past the clutter to see the root cause beneath it. We wear blinders that cover up the clutter and we keep ourselves from really facing what the clutter is really about. Disorder and chaos in our environment leaves us with an inability to see the truth of what's going on because we stay so focused on the physical items causing the clutter, be it the pile of laundry or the piles of paper or the broken things you say you're going to get to, but you don't, or all that filing. We look at the physical things instead of what we're really avoiding or choosing not to see. I just, I'm going to say it. It's wrong to live with blinders on because it prevents you from addressing the real issues going on in your life. And this undermines the quality of your life. And you don't deserve to live a life that's less than your very best life. Now, many of the women I've worked with have had some type of physical clutter in their environments. I've said here before that I love organizing and I've often in my coaching have helped women organize their spaces, which really turned out to be organizing of their souls. Because without fail, a tsunami of awareness floods in when we begin addressing these environmental roadblocks. Before they even are aware, they start to see that the stuff was simply covering up a heart issue they weren't willing to deal with. The stuff just became a physical representation of their inner struggles. But when you address and give space, you gain awareness. And once you gain awareness, you can get yourself into alignment. You've heard me say that before. Because the issues that they were avoiding, y'all, they became so much smaller than they'd made it to be within their false narrative. Now, I know I've said on these podcasts before, as well as some of my Instagram videos, I come from a long genealogy of pilers all the piles, all the things, even if they're organized, they are still pilers. And as a young person, I was so messy, y'all. Like I'm talking like you cannot even see your bedroom floor messy, like that level of messy. There was no order to my space. And every once in a while, I'd get a bug up my behind, as my grandma used to say, and I would go on this cleaning rampage. Tell me if any of you guys relate to this out there. You'd go on this cleaning rampage and hyper-organize all the things to the point that your storage containers became like Tetris games. Everything had to go in an exact place or none of it was going to fit. Well, naturally, it wasn't sustainable because the clutter in my physical space was simply a representation of my inner chaos. Again, since I come from a background of trauma, the inner chaos was no joke. But if I can learn to break this pattern by addressing the root of my chaos, you can do the same. And I'm going to give you a few simple steps to help you do that. Now, before we get into the process, I want you to consider this as a journey that is much like going to the doctor when you're sick. You go in with a set of symptoms, like your physical environment. Then the doctor starts asking questions to help fill in the blanks around this. They may even do some tests, order some x-rays, run some labs, all the things. And once they've gathered all that information, then they can tell you what the real problem is because they can't prescribe an effective treatment plan without understanding what the real problem is because the symptoms can be masking a myriad of illnesses. Once they get to the root, they can get you the right treatment so that you start getting better immediately. And that's kind of how this journey towards addressing our physical environment and seeing that it's a reflection of our souls. That's really kind of what this journey is about for us together. So take a breath. We're going to do this. 
Now, in order to begin, we're going to try to ascertain what clutter is covering up. So in step one, we're going to ask ourselves a question that it sometimes makes people feel some kind of way. I'm just going to tell y'all. And the question is, if someone walked into your space tomorrow morning, what would be the one thing they would change first? Now, typically, because you are feeling some kind of way about this answer, that's the spot you want to work on. So whether it's the junk drawers or your kitchen is a disaster or all the things, whatever it is your thing, the one thing that's most angst causing for you, that's the one we want to tackle first. So once you have your one little area that you are aware of feeling some kind of way about, step two is to dig deeper. I want you to take a look at that area and ask yourself, what is it really about? Look past the symptoms to see what's really going on. Now, this may take you asking the same question over and over and over. I have a therapist friend who says that whenever a question is asked, then the response is why? And you have to answer the question why five times because you kind of give like surface answers each time. As you continue to dig deeper, you find that there's just something actually bigger going on at the bottom. So ask yourself the question about if someone walked into your space, what would be the first thing they change? Then start to dig deeper to look past the symptoms and see what's really going on. Now, listen, some of you guys may find answers easier than others. If you did, great. Step three is going to help you address that and learn to do some work. If you didn't find the answer, no worries. Most of my clients aren't able to answer without taking action because they need to dig a little deeper still in order to see what the real root is. So step three, I want you to move into with confidence. You're going to tackle that physical area right now. Okay, not right now, right now, because you might be driving your car and you can't do that, but you're going to tackle that physical area. And even if you have to break it down into increments of 10 minutes, so tackle that area, but I need you to do so with an open mind because you want to be looking for what the real cause might be. And once that space is clear, your mind is going to be ready to tackle the root. I promise it is because once that space is clear, your mind will be clear. And you'll be able to tackle the root because like I've been saying, clearing clutter clears your mind. I feel like I need to get that on a t-shirt or something. Clearing clutter clears your mind, says Coach Tammy. But it's like a billion percent true. Let me give you an example from my life. When my kids were younger, they were dancers. And during nutcracker season or spring show season, life got chaotic, like crazy chaotic, like hamster on a wheel in a tornado, crazy. Between classes and rehearsals, we were at the dance studio six to seven days a week, which is no joke. Let me tell you, we ate most of our meals in the car. Even if I made them at home, we packed them and ate them in the car on the way to dance or in between classes or on the way home because we'd be home too late to eat dinner. Like it was, it was legit. You would be surprised how a kid can put on a pair of tights and a leotard and put their hair in a ballet bun in a car while stopped at a stoplight. I'm just saying there has been a large inhalation of hairspray as the buns were getting smoothed and all the hairs contained. It, it was something y'all, something. Well, in those seasons, it would be a come and go, right? Like it was like, pack all the things, leave the house, go to dance, 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 come home, drop the stuff off, repack the stuff, leave the house, dance, dance, dance. Like it was a rinse and repeat cycle that just kept going on and on and on busyness has become this thing that we wear like a medal of honor. And it's, it's really not helpful for us because it keeps us from seeing what's really going on. 
But for me, with some perspective, that clutter that was accumulating all over the places because of our busyness, it was really about the chaos happening inside my soul. Because running from one thing to the next to the next meant I didn't have to stop and evaluate my crumbling marriage or the half-life that I was living. The truth is we all have areas where we know something we tell ourselves we don't know. And in my case, I knew that things were kind of going south, but I didn't, I didn't stop long enough because in all honesty, I didn't think I could stand up under them. If I'm being fully honest, that's the truth. I didn't want to face them because I didn't think I could survive them. But I want you to know that when you allow yourself the freedom to tell the truth, even if it's hard to see or it's overwhelming to think about tackling, I can promise you from experience, learned, hard earned experience that it's so much more than worth it. Now, I also want to be clear here for those of you who are like, I don't have a junk drawer. Everything in my house is perfectly clean. I'm not a crazy paper piler like coach Tammy. Take a breath because an absolute lack of clutter doesn't mean for one moment that you are a hundred percent whole with no work needed. Because when I had my firstborn daughter, I was riddled with so many fears, like most first-time mothers are. So much so that I was compulsively cleaning to the point that I vacuumed five times a day to ensure that her precious little baby self didn't get anything on her from the floor. But it wasn't really about getting dirt on the floor because we all know kids are dirty and they survive the dirt. Like that wasn't really issue. The issue was that I was afraid of 743 million different things that I just somehow told myself that if I just cleaned, it would make it better. But it wasn't the truth. I had blinders on and I wasn't addressing what was really going on. And here's what I've learned. If you walk through this process, if you take these steps, you will create a physical environment that brings you peace and invites growth. There's margin in your space. You'll develop a mental awareness of areas that need your attention. And even if you fall prey to putting the blinders on again, which we all do, You'll have a quick awareness of it and you'll be able to course correct swiftly and with a confidence that you may never have had before. I also know that you will find a newfound courage to spot the old roots and yank them out so that they do not get a place in your life. And that's when you know you're going to be taking your steps on your path towards wholeness. And that's what we're all aiming for, to be completely whole and healed and just just all the lovely things in the world. I don't want you to stay surrounded by clutter that consumes your energy. If you keep wearing blinders, you won't address the roadblocks that are standing in your way. Instead, you'll willingly choose to live a life that is less than you deserve. And I don't want you to do that. So hear me say this, you can do this. You can take one area at a time, one moment at a time, one step at a time. Ask yourself the questions, dig deeper, trust yourself to be strong enough to acknowledge the root and to snatch it out so you can plant something new and wonderful and beautiful in its place and take action by addressing the physical spaces so you can deal with the real roots for once and for all. Because remember what I keep saying, clearing clutter clears your mind. Don't you just love that? I keep repeating myself. They say you have to say something seven times before someone actually gets it. And I don't even know that I've said it that often, but listen again and you'll hear it that often. Lovey, if you are overwhelmed with this concept, please get help. Bring in someone equipped to hold space for you while also reminding you how very capable you are of doing the work. And if I can help in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out. 
You can send a message to me via my website. I offer a free consultation, so you don't have to be stressed out about that. Or you can DM me on socials. I'm currently working with a few clients on this very thing, and they are seeing such massive transformation. I literally told someone the other day that I felt like I was witnessing a miracle. And I would just love to help you find your way through as well. For today, thank you so much for coming along. I hope to see you back next week. And until then, have an amazing week busting down those blind spots and living your best life. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Coming Out Gold podcast. I am so thankful for you. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram or Facebook at Coming Out Gold Podcast. Those links are down below in the show notes for you. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to head over to iTunes and leave it a review. You can also share it on your social media and tag me. And maybe you'll even get a shout out here on a future episode. Until next week, remember, I'm Coach Tammy and I am in it with you always.